Welcome to this week's Third Party Thursday. My name is Brandon Cooper, and I'm the Chief Risk Officer here at Venminder. As you may recall from last week's Third Party Thursday video, we talked about some of the foundational documents that provide direction to your third party risk management efforts. Last week, we discussed the policy. This week, we're going to discuss the program. Using the policy as a foundation, the program should expand on all the concepts in the policy. I highly recommend starting with an outline that nearly mirrors your relevant guidance in terms of sections. I like to think of it as talking to the regulators in their language. It should cite relevant regulations and guidance. It should describe its relationship to other parts of your compliance program and establish it as an important foundational document for your institution. It should be strong enough to support all the lines of business, yet with a bit of flexibility to allow for the addition of new third parties or new products. Senior management and the board should be fairly familiar with it and with the concepts generally and certainly approve it annually. You'll want to involve subject matter expertise, internal audit, legal counsel, and even independent experts to help craft it. Be very sure to define not only what vendors you're including, but which ones you may not want to actively manage as well. It should touch on each of the practices employed in third-party risk management, risk assessment, due diligence, ongoing monitoring, contract negotiation, and key terms, and even the type of reporting you'll be providing to your institution's leadership team. The actual document is probably 20 to 30 pages long and often contains supplementary working materials such as appendices, org charts, related program materials. Again, just like the policy, if there's significant new guidance or a particular area of concern, you need to make sure to update the document and have it reapproved. Again, let me stress the various lines of business must be prepared to support the program. If they are not involving you in bringing on new vendors and following the right process, you've always got an exposure point, a real vulnerability. You should make sure it clearly delineates what relationship it has to other regulations that may be in play. For example, if your due diligence is going to help cover certain aspects of your requirements in anti-money laundering, or if your ongoing monitoring is going to help to detect issues perhaps related to truth and savings disclosures. It's quite a bit of writing and research, but it will really help your institution and your customers and ensure that they're all protected from a third party standpoint. Again, I'm Brandon and thank you for watching. Don't forget to subscribe to the Third Party Thursday series.